Hey, fellow traveler, welcome to the Third Eye Awakening podcast, a show where we talk all about spiritual and psychic awakening, magic, the shift from 3D to 5D, star seeds, ascension, multiple timelines, multiple dimensions, the universe, the multiverse, the Akashic records, all the good things. I am your host, Amy Blair, and I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Okay, let's do this. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Yay. I'm so excited to thank you for having me. Yeah. So for everybody, Michelle is one of my mastermind sisters. We're in mastermind together. It's super high vibe, super exciting. So Michelle is going to share with us, as usual, her spiritual psychic awakening story, as well as I know that she's like big into magic and manifestation, which is awesome. So to start off with, Michelle, what does spiritual awakening mean to you? Mm, So to me, spiritual awakening is really about my soul remembering the power of who I am. That's beautiful. I love that. (laughs) That that's exactly, I mean, I resonate with that so much. Like it's like the remembering that we're more than we kind of are conditioned to believe that we are from early on, that we're not just these limited beings and this limited experience, like, you know, just victims to circumstance until we die, that uh, we're super powerful creator beings. Yeah, absolutely. We're completely limitless always it comes back to just remembering who we are at a soul level, like creating that vision for ourselves of possibility. I love always thinking back to childhood and and how I would always be a dreamer and and asking myself the question, you know, if I had no limits, what would I do? Oh, that's a great question. I'm going to be adopting that question. That's a good one. Mm, Please do. It's really fun what comes out of that. Yeah, (laughs) I imagine. And what is your, what do you consider to be your magic power? Or if you have more than one, certainly. Ooh, okay. So I do have more than one. I think everyone has a lot of gifts that they are just given to share. One of them would be my authenticity. I think I'm able to really speak on things that other people find difficult and I'm able to do it in a way that is really transformative and and relatable for a lot of people. So just by me talking about it or me holding space, they're able to shift out of discomfort or guilt or shame. I also love dreaming. I encourage people all the time to really reach for the version of themselves that they think about, they dream about, that they hope to be, and really help them move along in that direction. And also believing in magic, understanding that the universe is always supporting us, helping people to remember the magic and the joy in their life. Yeah, I love that. I feel like especially I especially so much resonate with the the dreamer one because so many of us have 
just sort of allowed ourselves to be talked out of our dreams to the point where we literally don't let ourselves. We dream like we, we believe we're in a box and we're like, oh, what dream can I have that fits within this box? And it's like, I'm a dreamer too. So whenever I talk to somebody and that's kind of where they're vibing at, I'm like heartbroken on their behalf. How do you even live without dreaming? <laughs> yeah, I, I spend at least three times a day daydreaming, getting in a different state, playing music. I do something called like the wealthy woman walk and I go and I put on music or an audiobook, and I just take myself to wherever I want to be in the universe. An exercise I'll share with your listeners that I do every day that I actually took from Alice in Wonderland is six impossible things. So there's this part in the book and it's like six impossible things before breakfast. And so every single day in my journal, I write these things. And what is so fun is like, sometimes I write like crazy stuff. Like I will be teaching meditation to the royal family. I will be flying everywhere in the world for free first class. Because there's no attachment, like I I literally honestly met the Duke of York last year at an event and talked to him about my business shortly after I was like flown to Tulum and trained a client. And then a friend of mine was a pilot and gave me his passes. So It's really fun when you allow yourself to dream, like how these things actually show up in the physical world. So the more outrageous you are, the better it is, in my opinion. So much. That's so good. So, okay. So I would love to hear about you and like where you're from and, you know, what your story is, but specifically what your what your spiritual awakening journey has been like, kind of when it started, all the things. All the things. Okay, perfect. So I grew up Catholic. And one thing that I always really remember is when I was eight years old, my grandmother gave me this pink rosary. I loved doing my rosary every single night, which was so cool because I am not religious. I'm spiritual now, but you know, I have a mala and I love to do, I love to chant to Lakshmi. I teach on mindset and manifestation and so much about it is mantra and really deeply connecting to the mind and the soul and and believing in something bigger. So I would say like my belief in something bigger than myself has always been there. And then I just really didn't like the rules around religion. You know, I went to Catholic school. I definitely got in trouble for like questioning a lot of things that, you know, very curious person. So in 2013, right when we were shifting into the Aquarian age was when I really deeply started to wake up. So I was going through a breakup. I had been with my partner for like four and a half years. It was like my first real adult love. I felt so overwhelmed and sad and I started going to yoga. There was like this Sunday night candlelit yoga And it just made me feel so good between being in my body, being in this slow, purposeful movement, listening to what the teacher was saying about intention and power. And just, it just really resonated with my soul. Shortly after that, I did my yoga teacher training and it was six months and I learned so much about the Eastern world. I learned all about like Chinese meridians and Ayurveda, 
during this time, I also was diagnosed with a very rare nerve disorder. My hands, I lost all fine motor skills for six weeks. It was crazy. I went from like doing handstands and all of these crazy inversions in yoga class to I could not put on pants. I could not hold a fork. I could not lock the door to my house. And I was 25 at the time. I remember I was standing on my steps and I just started crying because I, I literally couldn't lock the door. And I thought, oh my God, is this my life? And I'm just so grateful that I was in this program because it allowed me to see a whole new realm of possibilities. So this is how I really started to get into manifestation was through meditation and learning these different techniques of the mind. And I found this book and it was like how to heal yourself through your mind or, or something to that effect. And it talked all about how your mind creates your reality. I focused every day. I had this vision of like vacuuming out all of the pain in my body and within three months I healed myself but also on this journey I literally went to osteopaths I went to like witches I went and had Reiki healing like I just became open to everything and it just felt so good and so exciting and so I kind of liked that I didn't you couldn't really understand quote unquote from a logical reason why things were working, but I could feel it and knowing to trust my feelings. So that just evolved over time into more curiosity. So my body started to feel better. So then I wanted to learn about food and that connection. And then I wanted to learn more about the body and the mind connection. So I kept taking more and more courses. And then people were asking me, what are you up to in your life? So then I got certified as a coach so I could understand how to really help and support people on their journey. And then I would say another massive change happened just about over two years ago when I discovered Kundalini. And for those of you who don't know what Kundalini is, it's a yogic science that combines breathwork, mantra, and sound technology. It's from India and it is the most powerful thing, at least for me, to literally change your neural pathways and bring magic into your life. And so that was kind of like, I, I think it just keeps going. I, yeah. As life kind of continues, you just realize there's so much that you don't know. Like I was having a conversation yesterday with a girlfriend who was talking all about how your teeth hold different energy and how she's like working with someone to tap into the ancestry of her teeth in order to heal. And I was like, oh my God, like this is so fun. So yeah, it, I just think we're all souls here having a spiritual experience. And then Every single day is an opportunity to expand your level of consciousness and explore. Yeah, I love that so much. And I feel like once you sort of like shift gears into that, it's not that life becomes easy because that's just not the nature of life. It's just way more fun. 
Yeah, that's definitely how I would describe it. It's such an adventure and it's so funny. I remember I posted this like meme a few years ago where it's like what people think spiritual awakening is. And it's like this like goddess at, in, in Tulum in the ocean meditating, just like rays of sunshine. And what it really is there's a lot of shadow, especially in the beginning. You're like, all of these illusions <laughs> and you're questioning so much of what you've been taught because at least I felt a lot of what I taught was suppression. Good girls do this. Success looks like this. Follow this path. And it's such in a box and it's so linear and life just isn't linear. Life is spirals. Life is cycles. And when you start to kind of question, does this actually make sense to me? Does this actually feel good? Or am I just doing this because I was told to? And so that a lot, a lot of my spiritual awakening has been about that. And as I continue to explore more and more topics that I'm not familiar with, it's like, ooh, Pandora's box. And we have the contrast so that we can really have the appreciation and the gratitude at times. And then when things don't feel good, we're like, oh shit, like (laughs) back to the gratitude. Yeah, totally. And I love what you said about the shadow because it's so true. Like so much of spiritual awakening is not glamorous at all. (laughs) It's not glamorous. It's very raw. And so when you were going through all of those layers of your ever unfolding journey yourself, was there ever any point that you felt like if you questioned if you were sane or if you had gone off the deep end or if like things felt really painful and overwhelming and you just kind of felt like, what is wrong with me? Like, why can't I just be normal? Oh my God. All the time, like (laughs) literally, literally like yesterday, but that's the kind of thing I think as a human being, you know, we do have so many layers and we do have so many emotions, even how social media allows us to look at life. Everything's edited. Everything's a highlight reel. So sometimes when we're walking this path of self-discovery and self-evolution, we see all these shiny packages and we're like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Like this person did it so easily. Why can't I get that? And there's a lot of comparison. And I absolutely have fallen prey to this numerous times. It's always that reminder that my path is perfect, that everything I'm experiencing has a purpose, no matter how painful it is. Like this recently came up for me as well. Like I had a situation happen a few years ago that completely destroyed my self-worth and made me feel so low. And now I look at it as, oh my God, that was the most important thing to pivot on my journey and to allow me to really step into my purpose on this planet. So we can always hopefully see things in retrospect, but sometimes when we're there in the moment and we're going through these really intense experiences, we can ask, we can feel really down on ourselves. So, so I think in that time, it's really important to have a lot of support, but also ask yourself really empowering questions. Ask yourself, you know, what is this teaching me? How can I learn from this? If I was to stay in this feeling forever, what feeling is required for me to thrive? And that's something I always come back to. 
Mm, I really like that. Those are great tools for like how to move through it. Exactly. When you're in the, like I can think of the various times when my illusions shattered different layers of illusions and how intensely, like, it's almost like suddenly you've lost the top layer of your skin and it's like the raw skin underneath and you just feel like so sensitive to everything and so uncertain and like you just want to cocoon yourself and hide away from the world but and sometimes you just need like questions or like some thread to follow to get through that discomfort and remember that like it's not the end point it's, you're not going to be there forever. Like the nature of life, like you said, is spiralic and cyclical. So we always evolve through it unless we choose to <laughs> like set up camp there and stay forever. Yeah. You know, I was having this moment even yesterday of just how temporary everything in life is like one of the primary laws of the universe is the law of vibration, which states that everything moves, nothing stays stagnant. And it takes so much more energy to keep things the same. Like we're always supposed to be growing and evolving. And so yesterday I was at this digital Van Gogh experience and it was just so beautiful and had music and everything was digital and it was moving on the walls. And I really just had this moment of clarity of just like how, temporary everything is so even my pain how can I love my pain how can I love this as being a part of my process of like oh my god this is like so challenging and so sticky for me but when I move through this wow isn't it going to be incredible to be on the other side and that's something that I often do because right now it's like I'm in I'm really working through some things that run deep and it didn't start with me it's like ancestral beliefs that I'm breaking through in my lineage and some days I'm like I can't take it but it's in those moments where I'm like I know I will be on the other side I know that only good lies before me. And so this, there is a means, there is a reason for this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. And it makes me think, I mean, everything makes me think of childbirth, but it makes me think of that response that we have to pain, whether it's in labor or not, to tense up around it and try and protect ourselves from it. And when we do that, we kind of freeze it into our bodies until we're able to just like release and lean into it. Like when you said, how can I love my pain? That's what it made me think of like, oh, it's not my enemy and I don't have to protect myself from it. I can just let myself be alchemized and know that it's going to wash through. But if I am like tightening up around it to prevent it from like, you know, really getting to the core of me, then I prolong its presence. It has to keep coming back in order to like have the effect that it's trying to have. Yeah, pain is such a powerful teacher because I think it really moves a lot of us to action where it's like, oh my God, this is so uncomfortable. I don't like this. How can I be the alchemist, like you said, and use this to to fuel me in a new direction? Mm -hmm. But life works in cycles, so it will always come back. (laughs) 
I love how as you go through this, like I can tell that you're such a natural leader because you're, I can feel that as you process things, you're like, oh, this is affecting me. But then when I come out of it, I can help other people when they're navigating the same things. And I would love to hear like how, how it is that you help people through these experiences that you've been through. What, what kind of things you're really excited about right now in terms of helping people through the areas of uh, self-discovery that really speak to you? Yeah. What a great question. There are so many ways I really love to help people, but some of the the primary ways and how I work with people is definitely their relationship to their self, whether it be self-belief, whether it be self-love and really helping them understand that they contain all of the power and the tools within them and shedding these layers of doubt and lower levels of consciousness to really rise and show up in their purpose. So one-on-one, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs or business owners and either starting out or wanting to go bigger and helping people utilize their gifts to have an impact, knowing that their gifts are important, that their message is important, and that everybody has medicine that can serve another human being. So, and and doing it both in a logical and an esoteric way, because the most magical things in life usually cannot be explained. So I love giving the combination of like, here's a process, here's a morning routine. This is literally what's going on in your neurochemistry. This is what, how we're creating the shift, but then also like leave all the room for the magic and the surprise and the discovery. And then I help people just through having free content. I love I have my own podcast. I love doing Q and A's and asking people questions like what's going on with you guys. I do like tapathons because community is everything to me. I love hearing what's going on in people's lives and supporting them. And I love seeing them support each other and then creating programs around that. So one of the biggest things I saw in Corona was how so many people were like, oh, wow, I don't really love myself. I don't love my life. I don't know, like, what what is a purpose, you know? So my relationships are crumbling. Oh, my God. And so packaging things in a way to help people really understand themselves, emotional intelligence, and to transform things. So love is my favorite thing to teach on. I think it's because I'm born on Valentine's Day. I'm like a modern day Cupid. No, Aquarius. Aquarius, yeah, Yeah. Aquarius. (laughs) And then, of course, manifestation, like helping them understand the power of their mind and their thought and their energy. And also on personal power. So that's just kind of how I love to help human beings be their most magical, authentic self. That's amazing. I especially love that part that you said about like leaving the room for the magic and the surprises, like, like having sort of a, like a bit of a structure and explanation. It's like, it feels like it's appeasing the left brain and the right brain. Like there's something for everybody. You get to understand what's happening in your neurochemistry and like why these things are helpful and rewiring that and repatterning, but also like leaving all this room for it to just be like, way fucking better than you even could have imagined with your left brain. Yeah, absolutely. Because even when we think about frequency or, or energy, 
if you are really joyous and you're having fun and you're playing, that is such a different energy than if you're like being super logical and you're like, I need to think this through and how is it all going to work out? So when you can train yourself literally to play, like going back to your childhood, you just are operating at such a different level and things flow at such a different level. And I think in this society, we have really forgotten to play. We take things really, really seriously. It's like, I need to reach partner in 12 months or else I'm a failure, or I need to have this house with this many bedrooms in this neighborhood and, and, and all of these, like, and it, even me saying this, it's like the energy gets really tight and crunchy. So reminding people like, what is the purpose of life? Like, are you going to enjoy it five years from now or this moment? Cause like, this is the only moment that counts. Yeah. And that's so interesting. It just makes me think like right now I'm really understanding on a whole new level, the ways that we're deeply, deeply, deeply programmed away from our own worth and our own magic and how that like is an undercurrent to pretty much, I don't know, I think every dysfunction that humans have. And I just, as you were describing, like I need to make partner in 12 months. Otherwise it's like, people seeking the thing that will, that they believe will make them like worthy of existence or something like that. And like, it's like, I don't know, it, it just speaks to me of like an absence of self-love where if you, you know, just achieving like, you know, whatever, like achieving partner or having a house and then getting married and having children, all these things as though it's like this milestone where you can't really connect with it and like, feel like, Oh, I want this because like, it makes me feel warm and soft and gooey on the inside and full of happiness and love rather than thinking like, well, I have to do this because then that means I'm a success or like I'm a good person or I am living my life properly according to my plan or whatever. It's just sort of like the presence of like love, loving yourself or the absence of loving yourself, I feel like is such a motivator in there. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you're achieving something and the human brain is designed to achieve goals, but a lot of the time, especially when I first start working with people, they're reaching for all of these things outside of themselves because there is that absence, like you said, of self-love, of self-worth. And it's like, oh, I don't know how to process these feelings. I don't know how to self-source. And the only way that I think I'm going to feel better is by getting all of these things. And then they get the thing. And then like within a week or two, it's like, why am I so empty again? And it's because everything that you're seeking is intrinsic and only you can give yourself permission to say, okay, I can love myself right now. I'm worthy in this moment. I feel good about myself. I'm confident. I feel successful. But a lot of the time people attach it to the external. So it's like, I'll be happy when I'll love myself when, when you can just skip all of that and go straight to the finish line by just deciding that you're worthy and you love yourself in this current moment. And yes, you can still strive for those things and you'll enjoy them, but you love yourself regardless. Yeah, totally. It totally. It's just, I love that self-sourcing. Like, that's ultimately it. Cause we all have different things that we're motivated by to achieve and feel when we're 
goal setting and goal slaying for the purposes of, you know, having that feeling, but really that feeling like Abraham Hicks talks about is available. Like we are the conjurers of the feeling. And when we conjure that feeling within ourselves in the absence of the external thing, then we magnetize that thing in as opposed to waiting and waiting and waiting for that thing to get there so that we can finally feel that feeling. Yeah. You just being the vibration is where the power is. It's not the thing, but we often think it's the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I literally met my partner that way because I was so sick of the shitty relationships I had been in. And I was like, I don't want to date anybody else. And I was like, but I really want to be in love. So I just decided to be in love. And I just like let myself have a crush on anybody without any like expectation of it being anything. I was just like, Ooh, I want this crushy feeling. It feels so good. And then I also made up this make-believe boyfriend in my head. And he was the greatest because like never... I was never disappointed, right? And so I would just like be in love with this like fake guy. He had a name, he had a backstory and everything. And I was like totally content to just have that for the rest of my life. I was like, this is where it's at. And then I just met this amazingly aligned person like three months later. That is amazing. I love that so much. So I have this, I literally do that all the time and it's so funny. So I have this this program called Soul Love, which is it's all about relationships and and deep self-love and intimacy and connection. And so what's so funny is like whenever I teach something, I'm really embodying it. And so honestly, like I'm single right now, but there's not a day where a man or multiple men asked me out on a date. And literally I was walking down the street a couple of days ago and this man like chased me and he's like, he got his friend to pull over in the car and he, he's like, Oh my God, he walks so fast. I'm like, yeah, I'm like a woman on a mission. Like I got things to do. And it's just so funny because like I'm, I'm literally moving countries in two weeks time. So like me trying to have a boyfriend in this city is not, not anything I'm looking to have. But again, similar to what you're saying, like, I'm so in love with myself. I just know for me, like my resonant partner is it's, there's no doubt in my mind that I'll be with that person whenever the time is right. I know that like I was going through, through a lot of stuff in my soul evolution, but I have like every day I have this mantra that is like, I have plenty of love. I have plenty of love. And I visualize my partner and just like the vibe. And before I go to bed, I'm like, good night to him. And it's just such a fun energy because I feel so full. And then literally all of these men are like, come to me, like literally chasing me down the street. (laughs) You've You've made this like magnetic aligned vibe and they're like, oh my God, let it be me. Let it be me. And you're like, no, I'm moving to Mexico. Sorry. Yeah. It's just so funny. <laughs> so tell me about more about soul love and like, that sounds like such a juicy program and such a beautiful name. Uh, tell me what it's all about. Oh yeah. Honestly, this has been one of the joys of my life to be able to create something that has all of the tools that completely transform my life, the relationship with myself, the relationship with my family. And of course, with friends and partnership, I just 
like I said, one of my, my favorite things to do is to help people really understand themselves, to really just feel so good about themselves, to look in the mirror and be like, damn, I love you. You are the most incredible thing in the universe. And so this is what this program is all about. Like I teach people to understand like what's going on in your brain. Why do you say these types of things? How do you break those habits? What is, what are your values? Like what makes a relationship work for you? I talk about scarcity versus abundance. A lot of people have scarcity when it comes to relationships. Like I'll never find a partner. I'll never have great friends. I'll never get along with my family. So teaching them about the subconscious. And if you keep saying that, that's an affirmation in the negative direction. I also teach them a lot about boundaries. Almost every single client I have has never had any boundaries. Most of us weren't taught to be really clear on what fills us up and then to say no to things that don't light us up. So just teaching people about that in masculine and feminine energy and understanding that in a relationship, it requires polarity. Every single human being has masculine and feminine energy in them. So in order for a relationship to flow, you need to understand that balance and what works for you. And then, of course, like the magical vibes. And so teaching people how to create an altar, teaching them different tools that have completely transformed me from meditation to tapping to goddess and god rituals. So yeah, it's just a vibe. And I coach everything live because it gives me so much energy to just be with people in the moment and have the real time comments. And so, yeah, I just love it. So I'm starting that October 2nd. It's coming up soon. Yeah, that sounds so amazing. If anybody's listening and you're, you kind of can feel that wherever you're at, it all begins with you. And that like, what's really missing is that like deep self-love check out Michelle's program. Because I really think like, that is really when I look back on my own journey, because I used to say those things to myself, like I'm never going to meet somebody. And there was a period where I felt like I didn't have any like close ongoing relationships, any friends. And like, I would kind of like, I wish I had friends. I wish I had friends. And like everything has changed so much for me now in the last, I don't know, I guess it was seven years, but it only took that long because I wasn't, I wasn't in alignment with what I was trying to call in. But the point where it really shifted was where I just decided that I love myself that like, I don't know. It was all in a whole bunch of gradual shifts, but I remember that point where I was kind of like, like you said, like, I don't know, something brought me to look at myself in the mirror and be like, fuck, like I'm the most beautiful and fascinating person in the universe. And we all are right. Like we all are. And like, what could be more awesome and interesting to be on this journey with myself and discover myself deeply. And like, nobody will be able to know me like I know myself and I can't even know the full mystery of me. And I feel like, um, like sort of shifting into that was where things really just started to change where I just like melted into my own self-love. That's so beautiful. I love that mystery of you. And the thing is, 
you can only love someone as much as you love yourself. So if you don't love yourself and if when you look in the mirror, you just are criticizing yourself and you have negative things to say, it's going to be the same like with somebody that you date, like maybe for the first little bit, they'll be okay. And then what you're going to do is you're going to focus your experience of them on being a negative experience. You're going to focus on the qualities that you do not like and have a bigger experience of that versus the qualities that excite you because it's a form of thinking. It's a pattern. It's a habit. And so learning how to shift out of that and learning to approach a situation knowing that it can only be love or fear and and choosing love no matter what the situation it takes a lot of courage it takes a lot of intention and most people weren't taught that way right if you listen to songs and you listen watch movies it's a lot of really unhealthy codependent behavior and victimization of you did this to me you made me so mad you didn't show up i can't live without you i mean the list goes on honey Mm -hmm. but this really just lets you be completely self-sovereign and be the source of everything in your life. And just like you said, like you are the universe and understanding on a whole new level through, through your relationship with yourself. Oh, it sounds so good. It sounds so good. So, so is it um, like a temporary program or what kind of, what is the container like? Yeah. So I run it every quarter. So people can join it once and they, they do it live with me. And then if they want to stay in it for the year, there's like a special rate for that. And every single time I tweak it because there's never a day that I'm not learning something new, that I'm not growing, that I'm not expanding. And that is really important for me to bring into everything that I teach. Like, okay, this maybe worked so well three months ago, but I mean, an eternity can happen in three months. Like sometimes I feel like I live like 20 lifetimes in one day, let alone three months. So it's like, okay, let's keep evolving. Let's keep growing. And it also takes about four months to, for new neural pathways to really, really form in your brain. So if when you're in these containers and it's so beautiful, like the community where people just want each other to find partnership and love and they say such beautiful things and they share. And so when you're on a journey with a group of people who are working towards the same thing, it just amplifies the energy or, you know, the word calibrate, like you're calibrating your energy to a really high frequency. And so yeah, those are just like the different ways that you can, can be in the container. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. What an amazing offering. Um, I have mixed male and female listeners. So is this just for women or is it for everybody? No, you know, what's really cool is I actually have more men reaching out right now than women to be in the container, which I think is really, really cool to see how they want to show up differently, how they want to be really in touch and have a high level of emotional intelligence and show up for their partner in a new way. So it's open to both men and women. 
and receive differently too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So great. I love it. <laughs> So much. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on the podcast and sharing all of your wisdom that you've gleaned through your awakening experience and your very apparent to me, very strong commitment to making the most of everything you're going through and all of all of the layers and the shifts and all the work that right before we hopped on, Michelle showed me her journal. It's like pages and pages of amazing (laughs) insights and writing. And yeah. So thank you for sharing all of your wisdom with us. Thank you so, so much. And for any of you who want to follow me, you can just uh, find me on Instagram at Michelle Pound. I love questions. I love DMs. And it was such an honor being here with you today, Amy. Thank you. And if anybody's listening and you loved this episode, you know the deal. Take a screenshot of yourself listening and tag Michelle and I in it and post it to your stories because it will make us so happy. All right, everyone. I hope you have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. Lots of love. Thank you so much for being here with me on this episode. I appreciate you more than my words could ever say. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share, and I will catch you on the next episode.